Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I know you are here wanting to change and rewrite your story. You are desiring to step into the impact that you know you were here to create. I am here to guide you with the proven tools and strategies used by myself and our speakers to support you in taking radical responsibility in your life and learning how to own your choices to change your story. My name is Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a storytelling business coach, master NLP trainer, speaker, podcaster, and seven times published author. My clients have found freedom and purpose from overcoming their shame stories and learning how to share them with the world. I am so grateful you are here. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show. Today is trust that failure is your friend. So I was recently a guest on a podcast. Um, I think I've said I've done over 140 this year as a guest, which has been a stretch for myself, time-wise, energy-wise. But if you ever want to get better at your craft, put yourself in the situation where you are learning from others. And that is like, if you want to learn how to be a better interviewer, be a guest, like put yourself out there and be a guest. So I've done that this year. I was recently on my friend Fallon's podcast, Prosperity by Design. And she asked me a question that had me reflecting. And I don't think anybody's asked me this question in this way. And so I wanted to share it. She was a guest on my show back in 2021, a little over 400 episodes ago, which is crazy. I know. And she was listening to a few recent ones before she interviewed me for her show And she wanted to share how much change there was in me, my voice, my confidence, my certainty, and how I show up as a host interviewing. And I said, thank you. I appreciate that. And I received that. But she wanted to know what was the thing that I did that made this change happen? First off, I can, I'm going to share my answer with you here. I don't ever think there's one thing. I don't think there's ever one thing. And I think we can easily get caught up in like that. Tell me the one thing. And then I'm going to go do that. We, I mean, our one things are all different from each other. All of them. So I think what I shared was a bit surprising to her, but it is that I think I've actually failed way, way more than people would realize, like way more in the last three years, like more programs, more ideas that haven't worked, collaborations that like went out of the gate and then crashed and burned, um, collaborations that didn't continue, projects that I started and stopped, memberships that I started and stopped, programs that I started and stopped. And it left me with a tremendous amount of, at times, doubt and frustration. Yet, failure can be your friend. It actually can be your friend. And I don't have a problem with the word failure. I just don't like it in the context where we make it mean something bad about ourselves because I don't think that that's true. And I don't think it's accurate. It's required. It'll teach you more than successful at any time. It will. It'll teach you more than you can imagine. Failure is not the opposite of success. It is part of success. That's an unknown quote that I found. So failure is not the opposite of success is part of success. It goes with it. Like there's no one you could interview, talk to, or ask questions who has achieved some level of success. And they said, well, there was no failure involved. There's way more than you're ever going to see ever. So that's the first thing. I just wanted to share that because there was a point in probably the spring of 2023 where it was like, literally, I just stopped everything. 
I stopped my programs. I stopped my collaborations I was doing. And it was like, I do not know what to do. And I'm actually really tired of throwing spaghetti at the wall. Like I'm actually really tired of doing this and it doesn't feel good. And so at this point, let's just stop what we're doing and figure out where to start again. And this is where I believe personally, the work of NLP, No Linguistic Programming, aka Outspoken, the program that I run and coach and offer, has definitely had an effect on my confidence because it helped me to really get to the root of the stories, the subconscious reprogramming that I've had to done to recognize my blind spots, to see those old stories pop up and to not make them mean anything about me. And to know that with every no, that I'm closer to a yes. I think this is the other piece of subconscious reprogramming is honestly learning that I don't make things mean something about me. And if I do, I don't stay there very long. I catch it and it's like, wait, let's shift this. This feels shitty. I'm not doing this and move it. I see that now. And for every no that I get, I move closer to the yeses. And so I try really hard at least once or twice a week, sometimes once a day, to stretch myself. I will put myself out there and ask for a guest who is a long shot and it happens. Or I get, sorry, we can't right now. Or I get no answer at all. And it really becomes powerful when you're in this space of, you know, put yourself out there so that you're feeling what people are feeling. So I have a lot of, we get a lot of inquiries for this show, probably 10 to 20 a week. We take like, we have 52 interviews a year. And so I say a lot of no's. That's why it was like, okay, let me become a guest and learn more on that craft of sharing. The other thing is, is if I put myself in a position to put the ask out there for a lot of different guests, I get a ton of no's, a ton of no's. And guess what? I survive. I live. It's okay. It's not a big deal. It really is this space of understanding the no's can teach you so much. Like pivot is not even a word because unless it's like nonstop pivot, because that's literally all I feel that I've done since I've come into the online space in 2020. I had a 27-year career as a registered kinesiologist, like gone overnight. You want to talk about identity shift, like massive identity shift that took me a long time to adjust to. So pivot was nonstop. It was an understatement to say pivot. It happened all the time. So it's a nonstop journey of pivoting, but instead of throwing more spaghetti on the wall, I went inward first. I got quiet. I stopped doing a lot of my programs. Was it smart financially? Not necessarily, but at the same time, things weren't working and things were shifting. And the more I'm talking to people in this online space, they're all, they've all felt it this year. They have pivoted because what worked in 2021 is not working now in 2023. The, the, the landscape has changed. So when things change externally, when the landscape changes, failure has to be part of the equation. It has to because it's all changing and nobody knows the answer. You have to just keep putting it out there and trying and doing and trying. But when you get quiet and you quiet the noise and you go inward, you listen to what lights you up. You ask the questions, you create space for those answers and you allow yourself to fail and then to get back up again right? We develop our success from our failures. Discouragement and failure are like the two surest stepping stones for success. Discouragement, yeah, pissed off, frustrated, and then failing because you're trying something and it's not working. That's the path to get to success. That's Dale Carnegie quote. 
That's the path to get there. You don't just like land on success one day. You just don't. You have to actually work through it. And I, as I said, I guarantee, take the time to ask anybody who has navigated it. They have failed way more than you could ever imagine. They just haven't shown you all the steps. So where are you blocking yourself from failing? Like where are you blocking yourself? Because you're afraid of what it's going to look like or how you're going to handle it, or you've made it mean something. I heard a podcast the other day talking about you make failure mean shame and guilt about yourself. That is an absolute guaranteed way to be stuck is if you attach shame and guilt to an emotion, it's staying. It's absolutely staying. It's not going away. And what they said is, is that you can actually, if you can flip it into acceptance and accept that it's part of the process, acceptance is, it's just naturally a much higher vibration. Shame is like the lowest vibration. It's above death. Seriously. Why do you want to put that on yourself? It's keeping you stuck. So if you're blocking yourself from failing, you're blocking yourself from success because they go together. They 100% go together. And the last thing I want to say on this, that in all fairness, and I think it's I think it's safe to say this, and I, I'm just practicing celebrating this work. This is like episode 637, 637. I've done like over 400 episodes in the last two years. As a host, I've done 140 as a guest. You have to get, like, you got to put your 10,000 hours in. If you actually want to get better at something, you have to be willing to keep doing it. Keep repeating it. Keep repeating it over and over and over. You know, I got a message the other day from somebody who put a very vulnerable post out. I was so proud of them. I messaged them. I'm like, I'm so proud of you. That's a fantastic share. Great job. Not a client, not anybody. I just wanted to share it. And they respond a couple of days later and they're like, that's it, I quit. I'm like, what What do you mean quit? What? What do you mean? And they're like, well, I didn't get hardly any response on that one post. So I'm just not, I can't put myself out like this. I'm like, that was one post. Like if you're going to put one action on such a pedestal that if it doesn't bring you the expectation of what you say you want, and then you just decide to quit, like, then don't do it. Like, don't do it. Work on yourself until you can be in that space because you're setting yourself up for failure and a different kind of failure. I think you're setting yourself up for failure where you attach shame to it and then you go back into hiding. And if you feel called up from this and you're like, ouch, that stings, I love you butt moment. I really do. I love you butt moment. But don't do that. Don't put so much stock in it. At this point, like if you could find a way to do your level of consistency, whatever that is. I don't care if it's one post a week. I don't care. But if you can find your level of consistency, you are giving yourself a chance to look back in one year, five years, 10 years, and blowing your mind at how far you've come. But it takes that legwork, those steps, the hours, the time in order to do it. And when you put one thing out there and it doesn't give you what you want, I think that's self-sabotage personally. I think that's self-sabotage because you're you're making failure mean something so big and so bad about yourself and it's not. It is part of the equation. It is literally part of the equation. In fact, I would challenge you to put yourself out there to get no's so that you can normalize. It's like ripping the bandage off. Like literally go pitch yourself to something and get the no so that you're like, wait, did I die? Am I okay? I'm okay. I'm okay. I had somebody reach out to me um, and I love how she did this. I just want to share this. 
she reached out and she's like, I've been listening to your podcast. We've never had a conversation. I've been listening to your podcast. I want to be a guest. Can I, can I be a guest? And I'm like, we have an application process. This is how it works. Um, can you fill this out, et cetera? She goes, okay, well, um, well, would you be, would you consider? And she was super quiet and shy and so sweet about it. I'm just starting my podcast. I really would like to ask you to be a guest, but I'm just really nervous. I'm like, sure, I'd love to be a guest. And she goes, but you, okay. And here's the thing. I love seeing somebody put themselves out there. Like, I love that. I love that. I was so proud of her. I was a guest on her show, brand new show, and she did a great job. Put yourself out there and trust that failure is your friend. It is part of the process. You will survive, you will grow, and you will look back on the version of what you've come through, and you're going to be so damn proud of how far you've come. So I would love to know how this episode is landing for you. I would love to know what is one thing you want to put yourself out there to feel and experience that failure and realize that you survived. It's okay. You survived. I hope this lands. I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. If you love this episode, I invite you to tag me on social media with your takeaways or share it with a friend. Please, if you feel called, take 30 seconds to leave a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. Until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life. Mm -hmm.